This episode of the Power of I podcast is brought to you by Fourth Day Studios, the bridge between an idea and reality. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Power Vibe podcast. This is episode number 22, which is the day I was born on. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being here with us today. My name is David Hall. Um, again, thank you for being here. Today is a very special day because I am finally joined by a very, very special guest. His name is John Hanning. He is the founder of Specialty Tax Group here in Georgia. And I tell you, we've been trying to get this done for a while now. We've had some things come up, uh, technology issues, scheduling issues, uh, pretty much all my fault. So John, thank you so much for being here with us today. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. I know you're an exceptionally busy man. So I'm excited about this conversation. I feel like it's been so long coming. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm glad we persevered. We persevered and uh, here to have a great conversation. So I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. How about you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good too. I've had, I mean, it's been a, a somewhat frustrating day for me. I've been trying to print out um, labels on a printer and uh, my printer is not having any of it. So I've, I've, I've almost thrown it out the window today, but um, <laughs> I, 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 I had to, I, I was getting so mad. I took, uh, I was looking at the clock and it was about 2 p.m. I was like, man, I've got to have my uh, meeting recording with John in an hour, so I need to, I need to stop because otherwise I'm going to be in the worst mood when I'm when I sit and talk down with him. So, but yeah, John, again, thank you so much for being here today. I know that um, I, I had remarked to my wife when I had to reschedule with you again last time. I was like, man, I'm really upset because I know how busy he is. I know how valuable his time is. I really don't want him to think that I'm just messing him around. So. Thank you again for being here. It's 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 uh, greatly appreciated. We um we did actually have a, a podcast episode recorded with a colleague of yours, Brian Wages, before yeah, um, who right. did a, who did a great job on the podcast. Um, so you are uh, his boss, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. We we're colleagues and, and we work together. Uh, I'm I'm the founding principal here, at especially Tax Group, and, and Brian is a phenomenal resource that works with us. Uh, I, I say, you know, I'm a one trick pony, but but Brian knows everything about everything. So uh, we're, we're super blessed to, to have him uh, as a part of our team. And uh, we, he and I, our personalities work uh, hand in hand. So uh, it's, it's, it's glad that we were able to be introduced through Brian. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because I, I did the podcast with him and he said, you've got to speak to John as well. Uh, so he, he's, uh, he's bigged you up. So you got a lot of, uh, you know, you got some, some tough shoes to fill. <laughs> he does that. He does that. Okay. <laughs> I'll joking. thank him later. <laughs> well, if you are listening to us here today, thank you so much for being here. Um, we are available wherever you get your podcast feeds, whether that's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music's doing podcasts now too, as well as YouTube, all of those special places. So if you are listening and you're enjoying what you hear, please leave us a, a like, leave us a review, give us a, a, a subscribe on YouTube, wherever that is. But Without further ado, John, you are the special guest here today. You are the man of the moment. What I'd love to do is, first of all, just kind of get into a little bit about yourself. 
um, because I like to do that. I like people who are listening to be able to kind of, you know, have a bit of a firmer grasp on who the person is that they're talking, who, who's talking to them, whether that's in the car or at home, whatever that is. Um, and I like it too. I like to know a little bit about the person I'm, I'm sitting across from, so to speak, in the uh, sure. in the 2023 version of sitting across from somebody <laughs> anyway. Um, sure. But why don't you kind of, you know, f- as far back as you want to start, whether that's from, you know, six months old or, or 20, <laughs> 21 years old, what's the story of, of, of John Hannick? Yeah, well, appreciate the opportunity. So, uh, you know, I went to school for for economics with a with a minor in accounting, and uh, my father told me I was boring, so I got a geology minor as well. Uh, he, <laughs> that was the quickest uh, minor I could get in the natural sciences because he was a botanist. So, um, geology, so I had, uh, geology, yeah. Wow. Uh, study of study of rocks. I was hooked when we went to uh, see uh, an old volcanic site, um, and so I, I was end, ended up with with something to talk to people about, volcanology and, and, and those kinds of things. But uh, so educationally, I had this, um, you know, economics and, and minor accounting. So this background uh, in finance, if you will. Uh, but practically speaking, when I got out of school, I always worked for, um, you know, construction company or engineering firms. And so uh, it was about 20 years ago, uh, I chased a girl out to California uh, and interviewed with an accounting firm, uh, one of the largest accounting firms on the West Coast, and um, you know, basically asked them, hey, wh- why am I here? Why do you have interest in me? And they said, look, um, it's that kind of humble attitude um, that we're looking for. Uh, you, you, you have some talents that you know, have been successful in the past, um, but you don't already know everything. And so uh, we'll teach you, if you bring your uh, educational knowledge and interest um, in finance and accounting, coupled with the, you know, background in understanding, you know, commercial contracts and, and how things are built, uh, engineering, construction, those kinds of things. Uh, we'll marry that together and create uh, you as a, a double thread of cost segregation and uh, green energy incentives expert. And so that started wow. about 20, 20 years ago. So I've been in the game for about 20 years. I tell people uh, that I live and, and operate within this, the, the sexy world of the federal tax depreciation uh, expert and, <laughs> and they quickly move away from me at parties. But uh, it, is, it is my life's work um, and it's something I have a, a tremendous amount of interest in. I was on the West Coast in California for some time, moved uh, to, to New York. I was in Ohio and currently reside uh, strategically uh, next to uh, Hartsville-Jackson Airport. I can get anywhere direct I want to. Uh, from from Atlanta. So Dang, let me tell you, I um, just a quick aside. Hartsfield Jackson Airport. I know it's. Cons- I, th- I think it's technically the busiest airport in the entire world, um, in terms of the amount of traffic that's coming in and out of it. But I, yep. the first time I visited there, I'm you know I come from England, if you couldn't tell, um, and the airports there always infuriated me because the way it works when you're in. I don't know if you've ever been to London or anything, but if when you're flying out of it. The terminal you you're, you are assigned is the terminal you are stuck in. So if you're flying out of Terminal Five, you bet you better enjoy the food that's in Terminal Five because otherwise you've got no other choice. So the first time I came to Atlanta, and I've I found that train system and found out that you could go to any terminal that you wanted. So if Chick Fil A is not in your terminal, doesn't matter. You can just hop on over to uh, Terminal F or whatever it is, go grab yourself some Chick Fil A and sit right back down. It was a, a revelation to me. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, well, I spent a lot of time in the Delta Lounge and in the in friendly skies. Um, I, I tell people, you know, I'm on the road so much with Marriott and Delta. I have st- status everywhere but home. You know, I wow. <laughs> I, I take a, I take a back seat when I get home. So. 
So and I, li- well, I lived in London for three months, or I'm did. sorry, six months. Yeah, wow. I lived in Mar- Marble Arch, uh, Speaker's Corner, right there, and uh, Buckingham Palace and St James were on on my running route back when I did run. Wow. So you would uh, you see experience. people on on their soapboxes and everything on a regular basis? Then I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Excellent. So what? What? Um, so I know you said that you followed a girl out to California. Whereabouts were you out there? Were you in a big city like L.A. or, or San Diego or something? We were in Orange County, so it's just okay. You know, south of L.A. and north of, of San Diego in uh, Newport Beach, California, and it was right on the peninsula. So it, it was a dream tr- come true for a farm boy like me uh, to be at the beach. Um, uh, you know, right right around my the end of my twenties. Uh, I got to wow. have a lot of, lot of experiences. So that, that's so interesting. Cool. Cause I, uh, our, our paths somewhat mirror in, 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 in regards, just cause I, uh, I actually, um, moved to the first place I moved to in America was LA actually to go to uh, acting school out there. And that's where I met, um, the love of my life, my wife. Uh, and now we, we didn't move to New York like you did, but we, we moved back over here to Georgia. So, uh, somewhat similar trajectory, but different paths. Um, I wasn't uh, getting hired or anything like that. In fact, I had no money. So I had to go back home to England and then got married, came back over here, still have no money. So it is what it is. <laughs> well, everybody loves a good success story, right? So, you know, when I moved uh, for the love of my life, we ended up having three kids and, and are married to this day. So, you know, it's it was a good thing when I was 27 years old chasing a girl out there. That's awesome. That's awesome. And did you meet Ron Burgundy when you were out there? I know he's, I, he, he, he resides out there in San Diego, right? So he, he does, he does, he does. But yeah, we, we keep Ron around here uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not taking ourselves too serious, right? Everyone's staying classy. That's right. Keep it classy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's super interesting, John. I, I love, you know, one of the great things about this country that I always love to hear about and speak to people who kind of have this story, and it is so many Americans, is just how, you know, how many people are, find themselves in different lo- locations around the country and have so many kind of diverse stories and life experiences? And I think it's just one of the great things about this nation, it's particularly in the business world as well, is, is that people are able to go from place to place and find these different experiences and then bring all of that together um, and kind of merge it into something unique, which is exactly what you've done with Specialty Tax Group. Which um, brings me to my next question, which is about what kind of led you to, to to founding a specialty tax group. Was it something you had always wanted to do, have your own sort of you know uh, tax focused business, or was it something that came to you one night? Was it a conversation you had with somebody else? How did that happen? Um, so you know what led me to to you know to develop and 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 define specialty tax group as the way it is today. You know we 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 don't want to be a vendor. We want to be a true partner to. Um, the referral resources that we work with. So we work strategically with, uh, you know, some of the, the large uh, regional firms. Uh, we've, we've partnered with them. Um, that is our client base. And, and, and we want to make sure that we're almost an extension of their team. So we provide, obviously, you know, education to them. Uh, we are with them, you know, through the implementation process. We don't want to have a quick you know, project and, and say goodbye. Uh, we want to be there uh, with every step of the way. Um, so we oftentimes do less direct mar- marketing to end users of our work products, um, but more uh, marketing to um, the CPA relationships um, that have the clients that, that need our, uh, our discipline. So that's, that's why we, we founded STG, is how can we um, best connect with those referral partners 
uh, in a way that, you know, we're not just trying to grow top line to grow top line. How can we grow relationships? Um, you know, how can we be an extension of, you know, their team? Um, there's security in that, but then there's also, it's just fun. It's, we have, we see their clients, you know, um, you know, making money and, and doing some cool things in the world. Um, and, and we're a part of that. We're a part of the, mm. the credit that, you know, they got to expand their facility or, you know, we were able to, you know, give them some deductions. So, you know, they were able to keep more, you know, more people when it was tough to, uh, to make those payrolls. So yeah, that's, that's the fun thing for us. Um, you know, we're having a, we're having a great time doing it. That's awesome. I love that. That I, that's such a great way of looking at it, right? Is is that you guys are um, working in order to help other people, kind of um, out outside of necessarily what you're doing, it impacts down the line that you wouldn't even necessarily draw those two as a connecting line. But when you're there and and making it happen, you can easily see that. So I think I think that's fantastic. Um, so kind of going off of that, um, what what is it? What is it exactly? And it, Pardon me if this kind of sounds redundant, but what is it exactly that STG does that enables these companies to be able to do things like that? For example, you know, you said that um, we help people save money so that they can not lay off um, certain certain people in their in their company. How how are you impacting these companies in order for them to be able to achieve things like that? Yeah, so uh, STG delivers on on credits and incentives, and we talk about a three legged stool around here. We we do cost segregation, which provides a deduction to uh, capital intensive clients. If you're building a building, or if you're renovating a building, acquiring a building, um, you know there's a, a, an opportunity for cost segregation. What we do is we front load deductions uh, allowable to the taxpayer to help drive down income. Um, you know, two, we do research and development credits. So, you know, oftentimes we show up and and they say, hey, you've got a cost segregation opportunity because we just built onto our uh, our our manufacturing facility. Well. They're doing some cool stuff inside that, you know, those four walls. And, you know, there's a research and development credit uh, that oftentimes can be tied to that. Uh, also, uh, green energy incentives, 179D or 45L. Um, you know, 179D is a, a commercial deduction. Um, if you build a commercial building in a green way, there's a commercial deduction available to you. If 45L, there's a, a residential home um, builder credit. If you're building green homes, single family or multifamily, three stories or less, uh, there's a credit out there for you. So um, we go at we go after this, this the specialized credits and incentives that the CPA doesn't already deliver on. Now there are a couple other things that we do too. Uh, we're problem solvers, similar to our CPAs. Um, you know they. They bring, you know, all their problems to their CPA. Clients bring all their problems to their CPA. Well, and CPA um, is, uh, is what exactly specifically, John, just real quick. So, uh, you know, a CPA would be an individual that's preparing the tax return oftentimes, uh, for, uh, for the, the these companies. And so these right. are, these are probably large, you know, uh, larger companies, um, you know, that are, that are needing these tax credits and incentives doing different things, you know, um, you know, like I, I talked about manufacturing, 65% of the, the uh, R&D credit is claimed by manufacturers. Uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a jobs credit, right? Uh, so we, we, when I say, you know, we can help save jobs, you know, oftentimes what we mean by that is indirect, right? Hey, mm -hmm. what is, you know, you know, can I get a credit for uh, a retraining credit? Yeah, you can, um, you know, you can retrain your, your employees, you know, there's a head count. Uh, how, how long did they spend? And we can get, you know, the, the employer tax credit for that. So, um, you know, Hey, 
if there's there's cash going in their pocket, there's likely the opportunity that they're able to, um, you know, expand, you know, the services that they're providing um, to their to their customers, or you know, put it back in their 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 employees' pockets too. Uh, we see that quite a bit. Interesting. That is really interesting. So. Um... One thing I kind of wanted to uh, kind of the route I wanted to go down is is twofold. One, I wanted to talk about kind of taxes in in general. And then another way was kind of I wanted to talk about um, taxes for a a business. And I know that a business is incredibly broad and not specific at all. And I'm sure that you're going to tell me that it's completely contextual and it's different for everybody. Right. Um, so pardon my question, but I'm going to I'm going to ask it for you anyway. Um, for someone listening today you know whether they are a uh you know an hvac business owner who has you know six vans relatively modest business or they're you know multi-million dollar company who's you know growing exponentially uh where do they where do they start when it comes to looking at tax incentives because you know for, for me um just as an example for me as a layman uh i uh just kind of every every year i'm like okay take the take the the minimum amount of tax or, or take the take the exact amount of tax i say exact amount in quotes because they never do it's frustrating as heck um and uh and then we'll just see what happens um but i'm sure that you're going to say that as a business that's not necessarily the wisest thing to do what would be your first recommended step in that regard yeah so you know uh, i will qualify it immediately right uh, as you know every taxpayer is different they have a different right. set of circumstances they're they're under a different uh, service model um, so what we, and that's why we work with CPAs, there are CPAs partners, they know a lot about their clients and their clients come in and, you know, drop everything in the kitchen sink on them. And so it's to the CPAs, uh, advantage to help them o overcome their problems. And so there are different triggers, you know, Hey, we built a building, you know, we're, we're having a, you know, we've got a ton of cash, you know, we're paying a ton of taxes. Uh, we build a building this year. Is there anything you can do for me? Well, there are a couple of triggers that were mentioned there that the CPA would be uh, you know, familiar with. Hey, this might be a good cost segregation opportunity. Mm. Or, you know, they could come in and their manufacturer and say, you know, hey, look, we, we just reinvented this entire line. You know, we're making widgets and, you know, those we're pushing more widgets through the same system. Uh, we have another line going in. Maybe there's research and development credits. So uh, that's that's really it's through conversation, you know, with the CPA and their client um, that yield these potential opportunities. And with every potential opportunity, uh, you know, the CPA doesn't know for sure. They just have a hunch that maybe, uh, you know, R&D could be an opportunity or green energy incentives could be an opportunity. That's when they come to us and they say, hey, what do you need uh, to put together? you know, a net present value calculation or, hey, what do you need to um, determine if this opportunity is a good opportunity for them? We ask a few pointed questions. Sometimes it's a 45 minute call. Sometimes it's a, as quick as a one pager. Um, and, you know, we kind of vet through the opportunity and we give them, you know, a, a, an understanding of, hey, look, yes, you qualify, but you also, then we want to quantify, you know, what that opportunity is. So there are obviously fees associated with the work that we do. As long as the benefit outweighs those fees, hey, it, it might be a good you know trigger for them to pull. So mm. that's kind of how we identify opportunity for for clients. Um, we, we also do uh, a lot of education. So, for example, you know, um, 
if you're a software company building an app, everybody seems to be building an app these days. You don't have to be <laughs> a software company, but um, it, we're building apps actually right now. But you know, hey, if you're if you're you know building an app or in, in creating some software, you're probably doing some research development around that. Now, is there a big enough bite at the apple? Um, you know, we don't know. So let's let's see. Let's first quantify it or, or qualify it, and then quantify it. You know, hey, look, we we think we can get you a ten thousand dollar credit, but it's going to take five thousand dollars to get it. That they have all the bolts in the gun, and they decide whether to pull the trigger. You know, maybe that's appetizing to them. Maybe they say, hey, look, that's really not worth our time. Uh, we'll look at it again in a couple of years, see if it's uh, a bigger opportunity. So those are the those are the conversations that we have you know, several times a day um, to make sure that we're we're delivering on credits and incentives where it makes sense. That's fascinating. I like that as well. As well, you know, you, it's not just a um, we're going to force our way in and make sure we do something for you, regardless. It's a uh, where where do, where does this make sense for 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 all, for all parties, right? So yep. it's a uh, it's a, it's an honest sale, so to speak. Uh, yeah, you're not just coming in and blindsiding people with. Yeah, we're advisors, right? You know, we want to make sure that hey, look, you, look, it's this is an opportunity. Um, if if you want to pull the trigger. You know, mm -hmm. and maybe you decide you don't want to pull the trigger on this, um, you know, in this because you've got so many other things going on. That's fine, too. Um, but at least you're more informed after the conversation as a taxpayer than than you were when you walked in. Uh, mm. And, and w whether the, it's a sale or not, that's a big win for us. We right. we have a smile on our face because, you know, the third party in the room is is their CPA and their CPA knows that that we're at all times going to do the right thing for their client and, and for them. So, And do you, do you think, or do you, do you find um, sort of in your, in your day-to-day -day life that a lot of these companies who you, who you work with or you consult with uh, tend to actually be, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way at all, but um, somewhat naive in a sense of like what they, the money they could be saving or, uh, or you know, do you find that generally, or is it something that uh, you're just kind of having to rebring back up to these people? We do. So, you know, the individuals that we work with are in incredibly intelligent. They are, you know, they own very large businesses, mm -hmm. you know, manage, you know, a, a ton of employees are doing some really, really cool things that really, quite frankly, oftentimes blows my mind, you know, yeah. um, but they're, they're not experts at everything. And, mm -hmm. and neither are their CPAs. And so, you know, we know we know a sliver of the tax code, but we know it really, really, really well. So, you right. know, when we when we go to them and say, hey, have you ever thought of this? You know, they might have said, you know, I, I heard about that, but we really never, you know, kind of peeled that onion. Well, that's why we're <laughs> there and, and we're we're happy to to walk them through the process. And so, right. yeah, it, 50 percent of our day is is education and it's education, yeah. you know, through to the end of the, the you know, the. The taxpayer themselves, but then you know education through uh, the CPA that might be working with them as well. Maybe they don't. Hey, they, they only have one client that makes that is a, a brewery client, right? Well, there's R and D there, and they might not have thought of that. Um, you know, there's not a bunch of people that are walking around with white lab coats on. You know, that, that's what always comes to mind when I yeah, think about yeah. uh, R and D. So hey, you know, if that's the case, um, you know, there's some education that needs to go on with that CPA. Uh, again, that's about 50% of our day explaining what it is we do, how can we help, and then quantifying what that help might look like.
Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me at all. It's it's great to hear because I, I you know, I'm a layman. I, I just pay my taxes like any like any other. I'm, I don't, you know, own a, a big old business. So uh, it might be a while before I come to you guys. But you know, I know for myself, it's like you know, I'm looking there, do my tax. I'm like, why the freaking heck does this have to be so confusing? You know, I'm like, this just this seems so convoluted and whatever. So I can only imagine that for a big business where you you know you're you're in charge of the finances and you're like, I can't possibly know everything as you say um so i guess that's where guys like you come in and we and you say look as you just as you just alluded to we know this exact thing so well come speak to us we'll save you some money down the line um so that's great um one thing i, I did want to uh touch on and we spoke about this months ago um was actually the the recent kind of policy um that's come out of the current in, um administration i know that you guys on your social media have kind of um spoken and written about uh the inflation reduction act and all this sort of sort of stuff i was kind of wondering if i might be able to pick your brain um you can go into it as much as you want to um just kind of the the impact that some of these recent uh policy changes have had on taxes for whether it's just the individual whether it's the business side whether you know whether you want to speak more specifically about just what it's had uh impact wise on you guys would you mind kind of alluding to that a little bit yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I love how con convoluted and, and, and confusing it might be, uh, <laughs> because you know that's that's job security for us, right? Uh, it, and it's forever changing, right? Uh, you know, I was you know did uh, you know four years of, of accounting classes, and I couldn't use my my accounting book, you know, from one year to the next, right? We always got a new one because everything everything is always changing, um, and, and and yeah, with the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, you know, I don't say that it, it's changing for the worse. I say it's changing for the better. We're always trying to, you know, come up with ideas based on, you know, the current state of the economy on how to how to improve things, um, how to smooth things over. Uh, one one example. Um, so I won't speak uh, more broadly about, you know, taxes, but I'll, I'll talk about, you know, one example in the Inflation Reduction Act was uh, green energy incentives. Green energy incentives uh, were enhanced. Um in, in that in that um, in that policy, so uh, it's it's going to be harder to get some of these green energy incentives. Um, but when you are able to qualify for for forty five L or one seventy nine D, you're going to get more of a deduction or hmm. more of a credit. Um, it, you think about green energy; it's popular on both sides of the aisle, right? Uh, sure. You know, everybody wants to to be green. That's a, that's a good thing. You know, that's that's um, you know stewardship of the of the earth, right? We should be doing these things. Um, it's a feel good, uh, situation when somebody builds a green building, they really don't want to talk about what they're doing inside that green building. They want to say, Hey, look, it's lead, you know, this, this building is lead gold certified and those kinds of things. Hey, we, we spent extra money putting solar panels on the roof and, you know, it's got extra insulation and, you know, our, our you know, the lighting in here uses, you know, a 10th the less power than, you know, right. uh, our, our old building. Um, and so that those are. Those are fun, feel-good conversations that you don't have to, you know, ask too many drawing questions. You know, they'll come right out and tell you how, you know, amazing that is. And so, um, you know, be, we think that green energy incentives are, are, are here to stay and they're here to stay for a long time. Mm -hmm. And policy is, is also supporting that, um, you know, by enhancing uh, both the benchmarking um, that is required to, to, you know, get over the threshold, but then also to to incentivize taxpayers more 
to do it. Give them, give them a bigger, bigger credit, give them a bigger deduction. Um, and so those, those are the things that when, you know, they drop, uh, policy drops, we, we write technical memos about, you know, you know, what does this mean? Hey, what, what does this 240 page document mean? Well, here, here, it, is, here it is in one page. Uh, Man, that'd be uh, nice. That's what we, that's what we try to provide those cliff notes. Um, Y'all should work you know, for the government. Look, well, let me condense your 240 page document into one page. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of detail in there. There's a lot of nuance. Um, but yeah, we, we, we try to get it, give it to, to our CPAs um, in, you know, in palatable bite-sized units. Right. And so that's why we create, uh, the documentation that we do, mm. um, call them tax alerts or, you know, those kinds of things we try to get out pretty timely. So do you find then when you kind of, again, this is like, you know, like a recent example you just shared with the, uh, the green incentives. Do you find then that when you have these conversations with these companies, they, if they haven't already got these sorts of, um, things in place, like, you know, like you said, like solar panels, for example, is that something you would, you know, in, in those conversations, again, you know, I, I know it's going to be contextual, but, um, is that kind of a conversation you might be like, Hey, I, actually it might be worth you guys installing something like this because not only is it going to help your energy bills and all that kind of stuff but you're going to get a tax credit which may save you money in the future as well is that something that tends to happen it does so um but very very rarely you know okay. we we find out uh hey we build a new building at the end of of the you know the completion of right. the building right um and their cpa finds out at the end too right so um often oftentimes we're brought in on the back end hey we did this is there and are there any incentives out there that, that could help? Um, we talk a lot about statutory credits and incentives. These are these are credits and incentives that you get just by doing what you're doing. Uh, it's different than negotiated incentives. Hey, we're thinking about buying a building. We're thinking mm. about expanding our operation. You know, maybe we're currently in in Georgia and we're thinking about you know Greenville, you know South Carolina. Well, hey, there might be a, a negotiated credit incentive. You know that is on the front end. Um, and, and so we have a little bit of, um, a leverage there, uh, to, to help the client along with that negotiation. But, um, that's, that happens less than, uh, Hey, we already did something now. what? <laughs> so, so would you say then it's advantageous, um, to actually come to you guys earlier, um, and, and have those conversations with you before you do things as a, as a company, or is it, you know, kind of a six of one, half a dozen of the other? Yeah, it's twofold, right? Because, you know, they come to us and say, hey, we're, you know, we'll give them several different scenarios. Hey, you could do this and and that would provide that. Or, hey, you could do this. You could, you know, get this benefit or, or mm -hmm. deduction. So, um, but that's that's kind of pie in the sky. This is, you know, just thinking, you know, several years down the road when it's actually, when it's actually happened. That's harder to get your head around than, hey, we already did this. Can you get me a credit? Yes, we can get you a credit. And here's the credit amount that will apply to your current year taxes. That's, that, that's, that's a little bit more immediate uh, and, and clients get their heads around that uh, a little easier. Mm. Okay, cool. I mean, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Um, and the, the final thing I wanted to kind of pick your brain on, John, and uh, this is a more uh, interesting question, I, I, I think. It's, it's, it's not necessarily... Um, focused on on your guys company or or anything like that but it's always a question i've had um and as a tax expert in yourself i wanted to ask you this question and this is kind of coming from again from my layman's perspective 
the United you're building States, building up, you're building the, up. I, I know, I know. <laughs> the United States, oh. right, was 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 founded on, well, somewhat at least, on this notion that the the United States was not being represented um, in the in, in England despite the amount of taxes that taxes that it was paying right and yep. no taxation people, without representation exactly people out here got sick of it and they said enough is enough we're going to govern ourselves we're going to you know pay taxes and and we're going to know exactly where it's going now with that being said this is just my personal opinion i think at least from my perspective nowadays we've kind of come full circle in some respect where the taxes that i'm paying every every other week on my paycheck i don't know exactly where they're going now i pay i have my georgia tax i have my georgia taxes and have my federal taxes god knows where they're going you know i I, all i know is what it shows me on my paycheck do you think do you you know as john hanning aside from specialty tax group or anything like that do you think personally that that we could do with kind of highlighting a bit more where our taxes are going in this country and kind of getting back more towards what what it was kind of founded upon with that idea of hey i know i'm being represented exactly with this money that i'm spending you know i i, I tell people to look in the mirror right if, if you want to know more about where your money's going you know get you know it's your civic duty to get involved right mm-hmm. uh, then you'll, you'll find out you'll find out a little bit more uh, are, are we going to go back to the, you know, the founding fathers? You know, I, I, I doubt it. Right. It's, right. Right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're dealing with completely different budgets at this point. But, you know, I, I will say you can get involved in your local government. Uh, I, I'm I'm that way uh, in my my small town. You know, I want to get involved. I want to understand, you know, where where's the HOA money going? You know, just the small right. stuff, uh, you know. So, again, I, I encourage you to get to get involved uh, if if you're having uh, those questions, but we, you know, we elected representatives to, mm-hmm. um, be good stewards of, of, you know, our money and, and our, you know, hold them to the budgets, those kinds of things. And, and I guess we can only just, we can only assume that that's, you know, they've got the right heart, uh, in doing that. But yeah, I think we'll, we'll continue to, uh, have, have increased taxes. Uh, we'll, inc- you know, continue to have tax law change. Uh, and hopefully all that, uh, leads to better business for me. Yeah. Amen. I, I like that. I like that. That's a, that's a very good way of looking at it. Um, and I've never had anyone tell me that before. So that's why I, I wanted to ask you. So okay. uh, that's great. Cause I like the way you frame that. It's uh, you know, well, Hey, there is opportunity for you to go out there and find it, David, go do it. Get off your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making excuses. All right. I like that a lot. Uh, thanks. So thank you for that, John. Um, <laughs> one final thing then is uh, what I wanted to do is I wanted to give people an opportunity out there who've made it this far to, if they've, if they've listened to this and like, you know what? I think I might need to take advantage of some of this stuff that John's been talking about, whether it's those green in- incentives, whether it's something else. Um, maybe they're like, hey, uh, let me have a conversation with John, see, see, see if this might be something where we can uh, find some common ground. If they were thinking that, John, what is the best way to get in touch with you, STG, or where do they start? Yeah, so a uh, simple Google of uh, specialty tax group uh, will lead you to to our webpage, and, and we have all our contact information uh, on there. You could send us an email or even give us a call. Uh, we'd love to sit down and, and kind of vet through some of this. Maybe it's appropriate uh, on the first call to bring your CPA and maybe it's not, but just a quick understanding, 20 minute call. Hey, this is, this is who I am. This is my business. Uh, are, do you think there are opportunities out there for me? Um, and, and we can kind of highlight, you know, what the potential may be. Um, and then certainly eventually get your, 
uh, CPA involved uh, to have a, a more in-depth conversation as to how this might impact uh, you know, the overall tax approach. But yeah, uh, a simple Google of uh, specialty tax group, uh, you'll find uh, myself, John Hanning, and, and, and Brian Wages, who you've had on the show before too. <laughs> uh, if either one of us, uh, we're very likely, if we don't know the answer, we're going to get you uh, in touch with the people that do. Excellent. I feel like Brian's going to be somewhat relieved as well that we managed to finally get this conversation out of the way. Because I know that I, I know you've had to call him in a couple of times to be like, hey, what's going I, on here with all this stuff? <laughs> I have. I have. Yeah, he's been he's been so gracious. Uh, this went very, very smoothly. So um, I'm glad we finally. I know. I, unbelievable. Uh, it, it, um, but again, I'm glad we finally got to do this. So thank you so much, John, for this conversation. I know I learned a lot. Whether I can necessarily apply it to my own personal life is, is besides the point. Um, but I certainly learned something. And I know that people out there are going to have learned something too. So thank you so much for taking your time. Again, I know you're super busy. So I really, really appreciate it. Um, is there any final thoughts you'd like to kind of finish on before we go today? You know what? Uh, honestly, you don't have to have the answer as to I do qualify or I don't qualify. You know, we, we have a lot of conversations as to I'm not sure. Mm. Pick up the phone and call. Right. Uh, well, that's fine. We, a lot of people aren't sure, um, you know, but what, that's why we're here. We're here uh, in an advisory role uh, to walk those clients that are not sure through the process. So, um, you know, don't 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 try to figure out all the answers and then call. Uh, you know, just call and we'll, we'll work through the answers together. Brilliant. I love that. All right, John. Well, thank you so much again. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad that we got to have this conversation. If you guys have made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please feel free to leave us a nice review or a horrible review if you hated it, but just don't say anything nasty about John because he did a great job. Say it about me. Um, and uh, leave us, leave those reviews, leave those likes, dislikes, whatever it is, subscribe to us on YouTube. We always, always appreciate that. John, again, I can't say it enough. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And we'll all see you again next time, next week on the Power of I podcast. So until then, take care and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.